Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the MCW Cast. I am Tara, and I am joined here tonight with Platinum Nat and our special in studio guest. I'm Boom Hayden. All right, we're so glad that you are joining us here today. Uh, MCW co-owner Dan McDevitt is not with us in studio today. Uh, so we're filling in for him, and we've got lots of things to talk about with our guest. First, I want to thank everyone who joined us last week. We uh, had Enzo Amore, formerly known as Enzo Amore, on the cast. That was a very colorful conversation that we had with him when we caught up with him backstage at Celeb Fest 3. We want to thank everyone for listening on our podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio Public, and CastBox. We really love your support and for subscribing and coming and listening to us every week. And also to everyone who's watching us live on Facebook and YouTube, thank you for that support. And I can't forget about our Coffee Club members. Uh, you have kept us fueled with coffee over the last year, and that means a lot because we all run on coffee, right? Y yeah. Yes, maybe. Thank well, you. I don't know. You've got something else over here, and we'll talk about that, too, in just a few minutes. Um, we've had a really busy few weeks. Um, we just finished up with two days of Celeb Fest, which was that all-day convention and then shows both nights. We started off in Hollywood and then finished up in Glen Burnie, Maryland. So that was, those were very long days, <laughs> were they not? And we've got more of it coming. Yes, and then we went back to East Point uh, FX, F, oh, East Point Cinemas. <clears throat> to this really cool venue. Um, it is not just a movie theater, but they have all kinds of like live events and everything in there. And we do we have done our second wrestling show there too. So that was just this past Saturday night. So if you missed it, be looking for us to return there again, possibly in the future. Um, but that was over in the um, east side of town. So we have been on the move and we've got more shows lined up. So yeah, There's something that's a bit of an advantage to not having the MCW Arena as a main venue for us anymore. We get to go out and see a little bit more of Maryland and maybe even some of the adjoining states. Yeah. And, and you know, Nat, this harkens back to when you and I, you know, first started with MCW. You started before me and then I came maybe a year or so later. And that was all we knew were, were these road shows. So being having a home base like the MCW Arena is actually something of a luxury item. And so all we knew was packing up the ring truck, unpacking the ring truck, driving to the next town and starting all over again. So it's kind of neat. It's neat. You know, I'm not really doing as much of the unpacking as I once was. But, um, you know, it's, it's kind of neat for the newer um, up and coming uh, MCW stars to experience what those road shows are like. Well, it puts people in an interesting position, especially when you get a building like we were just in where the ceiling was extremely low and it was a little harder for yes. some of the high flyers to hit their big moves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that does make for challenges. And, you know, people might not yeah. think about some of those logistics of running in a building. Like you might walk in and see this big banquet hall and say, oh, this would be great. But then when you put the ring in there and you put vendor tables and you put, you know, seats for the fans and have to figure out where the bathrooms are going to be. Um, it does make things quite interesting. So I know that one of my jobs when I first get to a site is I'm scouting out for all the areas to, you know, this can be a women's locker room. This could be a, you know, where we do promos. This could be a backstage area. So that's makes things challenging, but pretty fun, right? Yeah. We just have to improvise. <laughs> make the most of every venue. 
<laughs> improvising is exactly what we do. That's right. Um, if you want to check out some of our past venues, um, make sure that you check out our YouTube channel because we've got all of our Flashback Fridays up there. Um, I don't know which Flashback Friday we have this week, actually, but um, I'm sure that it will be posted. And um, we've got some real blasts from the pla- past, don't we? Mm-hmm. I think we probably have some up there where you are actually in action at. Ooh. Once in a while, <laughs> and I catch grief every time one of my videos is on. <laughs> Do you ever wonder, like, what if your like current coworkers or something stumble upon that? Has that ever happened to you? I, I did, and normally the thing that they found was me wrestling in drag at Fort Meade. <laughs> I understand that. that, Well, the same thing kind of happens to me, too. I've had students of mine find ones from way back. And, um, you know, there were we fit very well in the gimmicky type matches, you know, where wrestling in drag or evening gowns, for example, or pudding. Yeah. You know, pudding. That was the most disgusting shower I ever took. (laughs) I've never seen that. Oh, some things are probably better left in the past. But I have some research to do. It does exist. It does. I mean, it's been so long ago that I actually have some of this on VHS. So (laughs) he was wrestling and putting to clarify, right? We we all did. It was all wrestled in pudding. (laughs) It was a pudding battle royal. Yeah, actually, somehow I was the one male allowed to participate in Mm -hmm. the beautiful babes of wrestling shows that we used to do. So I would end up in various compromising positions, including getting a rock bottom in a ring full of chocolate pudding. I love this. I love the sound of this. I love the visual that's popping in my <laughs> head of this. The, the visual that you need to have in your head is the outcome of that match, me covered in chocolate pudding and going to the shower and it looking like really like diarrhea, honestly. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Wait, did you have to drive home in it? Or was there we a had shower a hotel. It was a at a hotel. Yeah, yeah okay. it was a bar at a hotel. It was actually in Hartford County, right? Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Okay. And um, yeah, so there was a place to clean up. But that was not my first foray into food and things. So um, <laughs> that smell and that stickiness and mm-hmm. just that ew, really gross stuff. But um, Somebody's going to take that out of context. Probably, yes. But, you know, it's called sports entertainment for a reason, right? <laughs> um, it was entertaining, if nothing else. Yeah. And when we did, <clears throat> we're talking about, you know, doing things at different venues. Um, we did do some really interesting places, and bars were one of them. And, um, you know, when you did a show in a bar, you couldn't be guaranteed that they were necessarily wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. So by doing some of these gimmicky matches, if nothing else, you could, you know, elicit a laugh from the audience you know they might not know anything about you know wrestling or they've never watched it on tv but they see six foot two platinum nat in a dress (laughs) and they are laughing about it like they might not know anything else but that so um you know it's it's really interesting oil wrestling or oh yeah Uh, There was one bar that we went to where they were auctioning off uh, to oil up the girls, and they auctioned off me, and I was surprised to see how much money came up from the guys (laughs) in the crowd. But they wanted to oil me up, and I'm, nope. (laughs) Can we uh, try this, like, now? (laughs) Well, times are are different now, you know? Chocolate pudding's always been the same. Well. (laughs) I mean, maybe maybe it's, like, safer to eat now with, like... (laughs) better quality pudding but you know pudding's pudding (laughs) 
Well, this is true, but I, I will be happy if I never have to do anything in a vat of any kind of food item ever again, personally. I personally volunteer to wrestle in pudding. Okay, actually, yeah. we'll, I'm going to write that down. Do it. I, I will match. wrestle in pudding. Okay. I will wrestle in beans. Yeah, uh, speak, I see those beans over there. I, We're actually going to talk about the beans. Yes. We're going to take a quick break for station identification. And uh, when we come back, I want to hear about these beans. You'll hear all about my beans. Okay. All right. I just want to hear you talk about them. I just want to rephrase that. Just talk about the beans. I don't actually want to hear the beans. I can't eat my beans. beans. Mm, maybe later. Okay. I'll, All right. I'll take that. It's not <laughs> so, enough to wrestle in. <laughs> Thank I goodness. Oh, no. Yuck. Uh, all right. Well, fans, stay with us. We'll be right back after these messages. This is Platinum Nat, and you're back with the MCW cast with Tara and our special guest tonight, Boom Hayden. Right. Yeah. So, boom. Damn right. As a face that's been <laughs> seen more and more on MCW lately, we wanted to ask you a little bit more about your early days of watching wrestling and how you got interested in independent wrestling for the first time. Um. Well, what really got me into wrestling was not actually watching it at all at first. It was the uh, the video games. If I'm being honest, <clears throat> um, I've always been interested in like creating stuff. Hence why I did graphic design as a major in college. But I like creating characters in the video games. I think it was like SmackDown, whatever. I was playing on PlayStation with my dad, and that got me into wrestling. I was like, you know, I could do this in real life, like smacking people with chairs and <laughs> going out in little to no clothing for money. <laughs> Now, were your parents on board with this? Like, did was there a point where you went to them and you were like, "Mom, Dad, I want to be a wrestler." Well, my oh my my dad was all for it. He was like, "Just go to college and get your education. Sure, follow your dreams and all, but get that education." We I'm hear like, that a lot, actually. A lot of our <clears throat> guests have said that that their parents wanted were supportive, but they wanted them to go to college first. Yeah, college sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I hate graphic design now, but. I was a graphic design major, and I hated it in college, and I changed it because it destroyed it for me. Like, I loved advertising. I loved designing things. And then once I started taking more and more classes, I changed my major because I, I hated yeah. it. I yeah. should have just did physical therapy because I, I love working out. I love mm -hmm. the gym. I love doing stuff like that. I'm interested in how the body works and the different muscles of the bicep and the tricep and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I hate graphic design now. And <laughs> I, sh I should have just gone with physical therapy, but that's a little too late now. I just want to make money and move out. But, yeah, going yeah. back, my dad uh, my dad was always supportive of it. I mean, mm -hmm. he would always come to my sports events um, in high school and whatnot because high school was really when I started playing sports. Um, I wasn't athletic at all. I, yeah. I'm, a, I'm not athletic now. Did you do amateur wrestling in high school? Yes, I did that for four years. Team won the championship twice. Um, I helped. Sort of. <laughs> I was captain of the team. Okay. For a bit. I still sucked. But, um, yeah, I played bench in football and uh, lacrosse. I got to hit people with a big stick. That was probably rewarding. I loved hitting people with a big stick. It, well, lacrosse is really big in Maryland. So if you're, if you're not familiar, um, our out-of-state listeners, Maryland, it, it is the state sport, actually. Yeah. That and jousting, actually. Ex Both of them. I'm surprised somebody else knows that. Like, I would always say that, it, like, <laughs> that it's jousting and lacrosse. Yes. Nobody else knows that. Thank you. I know that. Do you know what our state dinosaur is, by the way? I love dinosaurs. I know all kinds of state facts. So I love dinosaurs, too. I do not remember the state dinosaur. What is it? It's the Astrodon. 
Really? It is. Mm-hmm. Yep. That probably would have been a better name for the new uh, Washington <laughs> football team. <laughs> the Washington Astrodons. Yeah. Um, the Commanders. That's, um, mm, isn't that what it is? The Commanders? Yes, yes. Yeah. I could see Astrodon for Maryland. So you, you thought to yourself, hey, this looks like something I can do. I'll go hit people with a chair. Was there, there a point where it suddenly flashed, what am I doing? When I went out in my underwear and a wife beater. <laughs> I actually remember that. I can't get it out of my head. Many people are scarred from that. Mm, <laughs> You've had a very colorful character journey, which I know we want to yeah. we want to touch on. Um, did you? So you were pretty young when you got into the business, right? Like yeah. uh, right out of high school, or yeah, I would have I would have started earlier, but I wanted to finish up with amateur wrestling and whatnot. But yeah, I got into this when I was eighteen, right wow. out of high school. Because I just wanted to get into it immediately. I didn't want to wait a long time to, mm-hmm. like, start up. And so I was like, eh, screw it. I'm just going to get into it. And, um, yeah, it was tough because, you know, I'm an 18-year-old getting into this new thing. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not athletic at all, but I'm, like, I'm still going to try my damnedest, right? Gonna, well, that yeah. was one of the things that stuck out about you when you first signed up here and uh, started training was that, you were definitely mm. not the most agile guy in the ring. <laughs> and that's I was and I wasn't either. I mean, like I one hundred percent like yeah. got by on being able to run my mouth and yeah. not actually move my feet in any kind of coordinated fashion. Um <laughs> I was one hundred percent dependent on whoever I was in the ring with. But mm-hmm. it's that heart and drive that made you stand out, you yeah. know, and that sense that you know, you're there, you're like on the cusp. You'll you'll be somebody one day, you know, if you stick Ho- around. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, and like Tara said, it, heart is always the main piece of it, but then we always mm. talk about being comfortable with feeling uncomfortable, and that's something yeah. you're clearly just fine with. We've put you in a lot of interesting situations, and yes, despite the wife beater and the underwear, it's uh, you're, you're now out on our shows. and, and It's only uphill from the underwear and wife beater, honestly. <laughs> This is true. And, and you know, honestly, I think we've probably run in some places or some towns where that wouldn't even be considered unusual. <laughs> you know, that's Sunday football watching attire around the house. So, you know, you, yeah. maybe you connected with the fans in a in a way that other people might not have been able to. I mean, I guess you can say that. <laughs> Can't hurt to be memorable. I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I certainly won't be forgetting it anytime soon. <laughs> No, none of us. None of us will. I had to interview you wearing the underwear. And I remember that. Yes. Oh, gosh. So <laughs> it's, I, I will not forget either. At least it got better when I was told to put on tights underneath the underwear. I remember I was I just going to go out with just the underwear and mm-hmm. just the wife beater. And Dan looked at me. He was like, I, 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 I can't put that out there like that. <laughs> I was like, man, you're all for this. He's like, until we saw the the whole image, that's one of those things that on paper probably sounded a whole lot better than the visual mm-hmm. representation where I it was agree. like, oh, oh my. Yeah, get bleach from my eyes. <laughs> mm. I had to wear multiple layers of underwear. Yeah, and then you wrote your name on the back too. Mm-hmm. That was yes, he did. Yes, yes that, I did. <laughs> So is that the reason that now sometimes you're just not wearing underwear when you should be? I'm thinking back to a couple of weeks ago, a promo you did with Ken Dixon, and it was a little like basic instinct there. At least it seemed to be that way from and, Ken. Oh, yeah, on the chair. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just got a free ball, you know. Been doing that a lot more lately. Just got to let things fly. Okay. Makes you feel a lot more free. 
I'll just say keep it in the locker room. <laughs> Man, you brought it here. I did. I did. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> well, you know, there's always, I mean, I don't know about always, but in, in a lot of locker rooms, there will be that, that guy that just walks around with nothing on. And I think we've talked about it. I don't know if on an episode that you were here, but we have talked about this before, how there will be just guys in the locker room that are really comfortable and just feeling themselves and Bro, this completely fine. The worst is when I go to the gym and there's like really old people with their saggy balls just hanging there. <laughs> Like I, I just walk into the locker room for at the gym, and they're just there like it's normal. Like no, put that away. Yeah, yeah. As someone who's closer to that than to you, <laughs> you'll get there one day, and it's gonna come fast. <laughs> I hope not. I'm too young for that. Mm-mm. Well, yeah, just you know, try to rub it the image out of your eyes, and you know, don't dwell on it for too long. But I, that is definitely a thing that happens. I still work in a gym. It haunts me. <laughs> so you said you were interested, you know, in muscles and the body and how it works and you work in a gym. I mean, you so put it you, that way, yeah. Well, okay, maybe <laughs> I probably chosen the wrong series of words. Um, but have you had any interest in becoming like a personal trainer? Have you looked into that avenue? Yeah, but that costs more money than that I've already spent at college for graphic design. And money's limited. <laughs> I no, I get that. I get that. I well, I ask because um, I actually I'm a certified personal trainer as yeah. well, um, and I did it through community college, but I didn't get the degree. I did the certificates because mm-hmm. I already had multiple degrees. So I was like, oh, we're not going down that very expensive path again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was just curious if you had given that some thought and you know to I, do that. I would love to. I mean, I already love giving my advice to people, mm-hmm. even though they never listen to me. But you know. Why I could do that and get paid for it yeah. and then them not listen to me. So, you know. Yep. And, you know, you've got quite a transformation story. I mean, if somebody were to put a side-by-side picture of you at 18 when you first, you know, walked oh, through the doors and you now as Boom Hayden, mm-hmm. um, I think that people would see that you know what you're talking about and that you're very serious and that you're dedicated. And I think, too, that it also shows that this is not an overnight thing, that if you make a commitment to your body and your health, that you're in it for the long run, that you're not, you know, this isn't in six months you're going to be, you know, shredded and ripped. Unless, you know, you have the genetics for that. I don't think anybody really has the genetics for that. (laughs) And even so, we've heard it said back here, people talk, the coaches notice you're one of the hardest working guys yep. at the school. So that that gets noticed, and that's part of why you're at the point that you're at in your career now. I'll take that. I won't suck myself off for it or anything, but I'll <laughs> take it. I'll, I'll hear it all day. I could say suck myself off, right? Maybe not okay. repeat it. So, right. yeah. So, <laughs> so speaking of kind of making it and making a name for yourself, you know, I see that you've got a can of beans over there. Beans are good for you. Okay. Man. So like So now that you're making it, like is the the beans a choice? Is this uh you know, do you wanna talk about the beans I mean, a little bit? Of course it's a choice. I mean who would who would choose to eat these? I, I gotta say, you know what? I'll down this whole thing of beans right now. Right now? Well, I've not, seen well, him do it. Really? Yeah, we had promo yeah. class one week where he was in with a rice and beans. And just cut a promo about eating rice and beans. Wow. Oh, I remember that. That was a fun promo. You, I, I wanted to redo a promo, and you're like, you know what? Do it on your rice and beans. And I was like, bet. But, yeah, so, like, look, look, look at all these. See these nutritional facts, it's man? It's high mm-hmm. in fiber. Yeah, oh, too much of that, and I start losing gains. I learned that from uh, Moses. Mm. I'm trying to bulk up. 
Well, I see. I was trying to bulk up, but then I got fat. If you look at a picture of me a year ago, I had like really nice abs, mm-hmm. and I bulked up and got better arms, but then my abs went away. I want my it's, abs It's back. a balancing act, for I sure. Exactly. I think some of that might be that Bush beer from Ken Dixon. Man. It's Bush Light, isn't it? Still empty calories. <laughs> <laughs> most most of it just goes down like into my shirt and jeans anyway. <laughs> like, like Steve Austin, right? Balance, like yeah. he, he drank very little of the beers that he would smash yeah, exactly. and pour all over his face. Right. Very little of the beer actually made it to its destination. Yeah. So, you know, it's I, the visual effect. Yeah. OK. It's better than beans, though. Like taste wise, of course. I don't eat either of them. They both have a lot of carbs. So I don't eat carbs. I need carbs to stay big. Yeah, we have different goals. Yes, we, we have we have different <laughs> uh we have different visions. Yes, definitely. <laughs> we have different I'm not. Flavors. There's no part of me that's trying to bulk up. But for you, you know, this is this is a good look that you've developed. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't point out the gorgeous coif that you are sporting. Are we allowed to say that? Mullet. Mullet. Oh, oh, okay. It's your hair. Oh, I I've never heard that word before. <laughs> coif. That sounds like a bad word. I don't know if I. I'm just gonna say that from now on. Yeah. Is it one of those like uncomfortable words, like moist? I like uncomfortable words. I do too. I, I, well, thanks to this guy, I like feeling uncomfortable now. It's, it's if you wet your hair, yeah. you'll have a, a moist coif. I, I have a very moist. That coif. implied a whole lot of stuff <laughs> about you. Nat, I'm got not me. sure I resemble. <laughs> you got me so good at feeling uncomfortable, Nat. Thank I, you so I'm, much. I'm glad that's part of coaching down here. <laughs> Thank you, Daddy. Well, you never know what you'll be called on to bring in the ring. So, you know, being so, uncomfortable is good. Yeah. I'm going to take that as a lead in. So speaking of daddy, you've been paired with now your ring daddy, Ken Dixon. How did oh, you yeah. feel when you first found out that you were going to be working with Ken? Um, I was I was I was happy. I mean, Ken was like, hey, man, you've been busting your ass. Uh, we got this whole idea uh, with you. And I'm like, OK, I'm on board. It's just stringing me along. I'm like, OK, sure thing. <laughs> Just being a yes guy, like, sure. I mean, uh, this guy that's been doing stuff with Ring of Honor and whatnot, I mean, hell, now he's the MCW champion. I'm, I'm happy to be along by your side. It's, I'm like the Robin to his Batman. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm all for it. Well, prior to being paired with Ken Dixon, you were, this was, I guess, before everything shut down, you were with Sean Cannon. Yes. Yeah, and that was kind of an interesting pairing. I thought that was like the odd couple, you know, kind of. How how was that experience for you? He done found me at the uh, the trailer park, and he he done taught me how to wrestle and whatnot. And I was like, okay, I I could use some wrestling, <laughs> so I done got my wrestling gear together, which which uh, was the gear that you saw me in, the, the underwear and the mm-hmm. wife beater, right? That's that's the best that I could find. Uh, I done wrote my name on because all the good wrestlers they got their name on it, right? And then he done took me to his basement and was showing me how to wrestle and whatnot. Give me this, uh, the boom food, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know where he's getting the boom food. It, it, it tasted weird and whatnot, but <laughs> I, it, it, it was doing something for me. But then um, Ken came along and found me wrestling with him. As you remember, we had that whole show, mm-hmm. the, the three of us. And then Ken was like, kid, I see, I see a future with you. I'm going I'm to teach you other things. I'm like, all righty then. All right, and that's how the evolution of Boom Hayden worked, right? I mean, yeah, I, I'd say so. So you're proud of Ken right now. He's got the championship, but not to start anything, but I'm going to start something. Uh-oh. Are you at any point thinking about maybe going after that championship yourself? I mean, that would be sort of a dick move. I mean, 
Why? <laughs> I mean, not really. I mean, there's that Rage TV title. I mean, I, I just, was just yeah. going to say, we've got some other titles you could throw your name into yeah. the mix. I mean, there's still the tag titles Ken and I could win. This is true. Um, but the Rage TV title, I just went up against Napalm the other mm-hmm. day. and Demarcus Kane. Yeah, Demarcus Kane. Demarcus Kane, yeah, yeah, yeah. formerly known as Napalm. Um, yeah, he learned that I was Boom Hayden, and so he was like, you know, I can't use that name anymore because Boom, Napalm, you know, it's too close. Oh. Yeah, that, that's exactly how it went. Really? Yeah, that's, yeah. That's don't, really interesting. Don't ask him, though. He's uh, he's sensitive yeah. about it. Is Some, he? Someone's sensitive updating topic. Wikipedia as we speak. I'm okay with this. <laughs> that you were responsible for the name change to Demarcus Kane. Interesting. I'll I'll take full credit for it. Hmm. Maybe it'll give me a title shot too. Well, I don't. Maybe he gets mad enough at me. I don't. Maybe. Is that I how mean, works? he might give you something. It just might not be what you think he's going to give you. That's suggestive. You know. I don't know. Not in that way. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a very intimidating guy. I mean, has that been one of your intimate. most, um, <laughs> you know, challenging opponents? Mm. Well. I went up against Khan and Moses one time, and uh, let's see. That didn't end so well Well, for you, did it? No, there was Hacksaw Jim Duggan one time. Uh, Well, he wasn't an opponent, but he was on the other side of the ring, and he chased me with his large stick. Mm. Um, Let's see. That was was pretty, you know, terrifying. Um, You know, it sort of sucks when everybody's, like, a foot taller than you. (laughs) So... Yeah, you have gone up against some much taller competitors. Can I get somebody like my size for once? Like, geez. Can we find somebody? <laughs> Does somebody exist oh, like that? Maybe we could see if Hornswoggle's free. Mm, that was a low blow. Oh, I'm sorry. There's like <laughs> a couple of the guys in the cartel, too. Oh, you know what? Let's, yeah, yeah, let's do that. I mean, I'm, I'm 12.5% Spanish. On which side of your family? The, the crazy one. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, do you, do you have enough where you throw the shoe every once in a while? I'll 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 throw I'll throw all the shoes. I'll throw sandals. I'll throw boots. I'll, I'm multi talented like that. I, I suck at throwing things though. Like I said, that's why I played bench and football. So if it, if <laughs> if I have like if I have a lacrosse stick, I could chuck it at them, and then okay. I could hit them with the lacrosse stick. Because once again, I like hitting people with a big stick. That's something you could certainly bring to the ring as long as the State Athletic Commission isn't looking. They, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll let me do it. Last time I tried to bring uh, Big Bertha up, they gave me a look. Big Bertha's name of my uh, lacrosse stick. Uh, well, you know, they have this thing against weapons here, and, you know, they don't want it to be used uh, in the wrong way, I guess. I don't know. I re- you know there's rules. I remember when I did uh, my first birthday party match. This reminds me. I, uh, I just had like these tights that I found on Amazon with the fire with the flames. Yeah, oh, you yeah. remember? Uh, I, oh, believe me. Yes, and uh, so I had a little I had a bald showing uh, because they were so tight. And then, funny enough, Sean Cannon walked up to me. He was like, "Whoa, man! You think the ref's gonna let you get away with that foreign object in your tight?" <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! I was dead. Then, uh, <laughs> well, yes, yeah. birthday parties sometimes require a slight modification to outfits. Oh, um, yeah. That you are not the first person that has been standing there ready to go out and like I might walk by. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> we have eight year olds, so mm. 
put something else on. Luckily, uh, Dion Epps gave me like uh, a black pair of tights that I wore that were official tights, not uh. Amazon tights, <laughs> that I've been seen wearing before um, when I went through the, my black tights phase, which could always return. You know? No, wait, didn't you go through the like dumpster phase too? Where you were like covered in trash? Was that you? That's bum Hayden. Oh, but that was you, right? Yeah. Where you were doing like the dumpster diving gimmick? Mm-hmm. I remember. I remember this. Yeah, yes. The, the gimmick I would like to see come back, and it may have only been back here when we were doing promo class, but did Vava Voom ever show up at a birthday party? Uh, Vava Voom shows up yes. at the birthday parties all the time. <laughs> Vava Voom did because I have announced you as Vava Voom. Vava Voom <laughs> yes, Hayden. Yes. I, Vava Voom Hayden has, in fact, shown up at a birthday it's party. A fabulous gimmick. It's kind of part Boom Hayden and part Val Venus and just <laughs> yeah. very entertaining. Vava Voom is uh, pretty promiscuous. Uh, but yeah, he, he definitely is a character. Um, but. I mean, someday could appear in the ring, va va boom, um, along with the others, the others that I got going on up here. But <laughs> so it's like a multiple personality thing. Uh, yeah, you could say that. Okay. Um, but yeah, so va va boom can get you in a lot. Can get me in a lot of trouble sometimes. Well, you know, sometimes we have bachelor and. Well, we haven't had a bachelorette party, but sometimes we have bachelor parties. So I, there, there's a time and place for va va boom. Yes, I agree. Let's put it that way. There, there definitely is. Well, um, you know, we're going to take a, another short break, but you've brought up something about the many fi- facets of Boom Hayden's character, and character development is sometimes um, almost as important as you know your physical development and your training in the ring because yeah. you could be the best wrestler in the world and nobody cares about you because they can't yeah. connect with your character, and you've really put a lot of thought into it. So we're going to come back um, from the break, get a little bit more about that, and talk about some of your future goals and what else is going on in Boom Hayden's life. I I like the sound of that. Okay, so stay with us. We'll be right back on the MCW cast. Yeah. You already know your child is a wrestling superstar, so give them the chance to prove it by stepping into the ring with the most memorable birthday they will ever have. A party at the MCW Arena is a -a one-of-a-kind experience that gives kids of any age a chance to live their dreams and be a part of the show. Every guest will enjoy the celebration as they make memories that will last a lifetime. So skip the ball pits and trampolines and visit mcwprowrestling.com to sign up for an MCW birthday party today. All right, we are back here on the MCW cast. I'm Tara, joined uh, by Platinum Nat and our guest, Boom Hayden. Boom, we were talking about the many phases of Boom uh, that you have gone through since you uh, made your debut and started training here at MCW. Mm-hmm. Um what do you see as some of the challenges of finding a character and creating something for yourself? Do you pull from things that are part of your real life? Do you model it after other people or, you know, that kind of thing? Um, it's really about throwing uh, crap at the wall and seeing what sticks. Um, they they always say, like, find what you are and turn it up at 100. Mm-hmm. But, like... I'm a lot of things, so like that sort of sucks. Like just so. Are you saying you're a redneck? No. <laughs> they okay. just assume I am. I don't know where that came from. Well, that's what I mean. Like you know, th- so that would seem like that's pretty far removed from your real self. So how did we get from, you know, regular non-boom to boom? Well, basically, they um, 
normal me, I'm I'm not redneck at all. Like, I mean, I I hang out with rednecks. I have many redneck friends from Essex, but like, <laughs> I I'm not redneck at all. I I didn't necessarily grow up with them, but I became friends with a bunch of them, right? And I've gr- and um later on in life, I've been a, around a lot of rednecks, but. There, there is a side to me that's like likes to be a lot dumber than I am because mm-hmm. ignorance is bliss, and I could always just be smart, right? Or I could have fun and be stupid, okay. and do and doing stuff that is stupid is funny. So, um, leaning, like being able to lean into that more was what made things more fun. Did you get like inspiration from like TV shows, like I don't know, like King of the Hill or something like that? Like you know, um, there was a show called Trailer Park Boys. Oh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, I didn't like. I don't know. Like I haven't experienced Trailer Park life. I don't know Trailer Park life, but like, um, that gave me a glimpse of. Oh, given it's in Canada, but um, okay, it, there's like a little glimpse of it there of what that's like. And stuff like that, and knowing rednecks and what they're into, mm-hmm. and things like that, and that's where the idea of the uh, the mullet came from. Okay, um, the mullet actually, I saw Tiger King. Funny enough, and I was like, you know, <laughs> I watched that. <laughs> nobody else had like the guy's mullet. Um, in my opinion, was weak. I like. I, maybe, well, I think he was thinning too. Yeah, yeah. I think you know. So like, maybe like, I wonder if there's any younger pictures to see if it was like more. Uh, flowing or thicker back in the day but like um, I mean nobody else has a mullet well there's a ton of people you could obviously list like a ton of people that have. I grew up in Western Maryland people still have mullets I promise that that was wrestling when we were growing up Ricky Morton sure lots of mullets in wrestling like it it died down and then when I when I got the mullet Apparently, everybody else was getting a mullet, too, and it was suddenly, like, surging up mm-hmm. again. So I was like, what a coincidence. I guess I brought back the mullet. Now, do you get people that come out up to you in public and say, hey, nice mullet? All the time. Yeah. At work, um, at the gym, mm-hmm. just on a daily basis, yes. How do the women like the mullet? You know, I didn't think it was going to go well on, like, Bumble or anything like mm-hmm. that. I got banned from Tinder, but... Wait, wait. Ha- how does one get? Uh, maybe that's not a conversation we can have on so the air. I had, <laughs> the so tiny whiteies. <laughs> I had in my bio. I was like, you know, screw pickup lines. Let's have a roast battle. Oh. And so this chick came at me with some really weak, uh, weak sauce, mm-hmm. right? And so obviously I had to fire back strong. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh yeah, well you look like Roz, the slug lady from Monsters Inc. And, wow. And she got so offended. Mm-hmm. And then she explained to me how that's not how you roast, which obviously it is. Okay. And um, then she explained to me her roast and how it was superior, which it didn't make sense at all. And, um, yeah, and then I got banned because she got offended. Wow. I okay. I think it's terrific that you offended someone on Tinder. <laughs> I do, too, but it got me banned, and I had to go to Bumble, which Bumble wasn't bad. Neither okay. Was okay. What about OkCupid? I have OkCupid, Hinge, Bumble, uh, I had plenty of fish. That sucked, though. Okay. Uh, Facebook dating, which isn't it? It's not as bad as you think it would be. That's okay. actually where I met my girlfriend. So, it, yeah, exactly. Wow. And then Blender. Okay. Blender. So, yeah, that's, so, that's a dating app. 
All right. Um, well, that's that's a wide range. So, you know, if, uh, available uh, single people out there. I didn't want to limit it, but, you know, available single people, look up Boom Hayden on any of the multiple dating platforms that he resides on. I'm a man-ho. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All I, right. I will say with the, the, the gimmick progression, and it, it was you're one of those guys who came down to the school, and some people come in, they have an idea in their head, they know what their character mm-hmm. should be or what they want it to be, and half of them want to be psycho killers or something like that, mm-hmm. and so we have to kind of talk them out of it. You were one of the guys who's more challenging for us as promo coaches mm-hmm. to try to nail down a gimmick because there were so many ideas. And it's just try it, try it, try it. Like you said, throw it at a wall, see what sticks. Mm-hmm. So over time, we've seen that evolution. And I'm glad to see that you're in a place now where you have a gimmick that's working for you, mm-hmm. as it really did feel like pulling teeth at times. So I'm glad to see the progression. Yeah, me too. I mean, there was a lot of crappy ones I tried. Well, as I was trying before I found any that actually became something like uh, Billy Cash, if you remember, I did that for a while, which is a rich kid, which I'm not rich at all. I mean, one side of the family is richer, but um, but I, I'm i not rich at all myself. Um, then there was a, I tried to be a gentleman or something stupid, and that sucked. So, I mean, but then I just kept, oh, then there was the I'm bigger than you gimmick. Oh, where yeah. I would say I'm seven feet tall and 300 plus pounds. I remember yep. that because I had to announce you. That way you tried that at birthday parties. I do remember that. Tried. We Tried. have someone <laughs> doing that now, too. Really? <laughs> yes. Who? Rabbit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I Yeah, he, he told me that idea, and I was like, man, I've been there, done that. Hey, mm. look, I think he sh- honestly, I think he should do the rich kid gimmick. Tell me with that face that he has, that smug look that. Mm. Well, he looks like Richie Rich. That's oh, what I've been saying. And you know what? He's got those dogs. Maybe he could bring them out in like the little in the little backpacks or the little pa- purses or something, you know, like the little yes. Gucci bags. Nat, please you know? drill it into this kid's head that he needs to be a rich kid because uh, tell I'll me that would not work. All the MCW fans were giving you a preview of gimmicks to come for about two <laughs> years out from now. Yes. That rich kid would be like I always thought that a rich kid would work because I had oh when I was younger, I had a more youthful appearance. Um. Obviously, I'm getting that older. Was deep. Yeah. <laughs> Wait how much uh, How much older can you be getting? I'm so old now. I'm 20, wow. I'm a, ancient. I'm a whole 23. Are you of legal drinking age? Okay. Good. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so before Ken could give me uh, that first beer in the ring, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Pat actually stopped it for a second. He was like, "Hold up, now, Ken is, is he is he of legal age?" <laughs> He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> is Pat from the commission? Pat from Frank. The, oh, okay. oh, Pat Frank. Okay. Yes. It's like, now, can't is he of legal drinking age? Well, you know, just got to cover all bases and everything. I, I mean, got to be in compliance, right? <laughs> That's funny. I'm 23. At, damn. <laughs> all right. So, again, single people out there, 23 years old, uh, active on dating sites. So, have at it. The I, I go. F- uh, older women usually uh, is the target audience. They like the mullet. Is that it? They like yeah. the boom. Uh, <laughs> they want to feel the boom, I right? Am, I am a milf hunter. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. That's that's very good to know. It, the party in the back does it for some people. It, exactly. It reminds <laughs> them of their uh, glory days back in the 80s, probably. Mm-hmm. Wow. This, I'm like this. It's almost like you're trying to to hurt me. 
Oh, 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 I forgot. You're making me think of that 1985 song. Your mother has kids. I I almost forgot. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So back to, back to you. Let's, let's bring it back to you a little bit Take it away from the MILFs. Yes. Okay. So back to you. Um, (laughs) You've had this streak where you've been trying to impress Ken and, you know, you wanted to earn that beer. What is next for Boom Hayden? Who do you want to face? Like, who's your dream opponent, whether in MCW or somewhere else? But, like, what do you see as the next thing for Boom Hayden? I can, like, pick anybody? Yeah, anybody. Uh, They have to be alive, right? Uh, I can't, like, bring anybody back from the dead. Uh, Oh, well, okay. You can can do that, but also you have to give us a live person. So you can bring somebody back from the dead if you'd like to. All right, if I had to bring somebody back from the dead, um, let's see. I can't do him. That's that's not good. Uh, That wouldn't be a good look for PR. And listeners, Um, we're not inside his head, so just know that we have no idea what he's mumbling about. You don't want to. Um, (laughs) Oh, Brian Pillman. That would be a good one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I related a lot to his like stories and whatnot, like not completely, but there were there's uh, like quite a few things in there that I related to. Um, but yeah, Brian Pillman and um, one that's alive now, you know, Adam Cole. That is, okay. Let me go, you know, he's always saying my name. Like maybe he could be the long lost dad. You know, make a whole storyline hmm. about that. You know, he, he's he's saying he's saying boom to try and find his long lost son, which would be me. Okay. Well, you know, next time we yeah, bring him in, totally. we can talk about that maybe. We can pitch it. Okay. Why not? I, I'm sure he would love it. Okay. So, focusing more on, on MCW specifically, where do you see yourself going first? We talked about the Rage TV title already, tag team title, heavyweight title. Where's where's your immediate goal? What do you want to do first? Well, first I'd like another beer. <laughs> um but let's see. I mean, Rage TV title would seem like the most direct approach. Um, there's always getting ready for Shamrock, possibly. Hmm. Tag titles are a uh, are also a possibility. You know, uh, I see myself going all over the place. I say, why narrow it down to one thing when I could potentially find my next big opportunity and strike when I see it. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Good. Big brain moves. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I have a question for you. What is your favorite type of match? Like, are you a fan Ooh. of like rumbles? Are you, you know, what what is your favorite type of match to work? Mm, to work. Oh, yeah. That's, that's or to watch. Thing. Actually, to work or watch. Whatever. You know. Well, to watch. Well, a rumble, like on TV, is like a rumble always gets you like, oh, who's going to be in a rumble? Mm-hmm. Uh, that always gets you like. I feel like that gets everybody to watch again. So mm-hmm. that's like the best one to watch. It's my I favorite think. too. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, who's going to be there? What's going to be the surprise, right? You just never, you never know what's going to happen. Unless they release the names of everybody in the Rumble the week before. We, we, like, we, ignore, we ignore the dirt sheets here. <laughs> we don't talk about the dirt sheets. It wasn't the dirt sheets. WWE did. I was like, wow, Wait. can we just have a couple surprises? The, oh, that, you know. oh, yeah. The women's match had a bunch of surprises. A, a few, yeah. Fun. Yeah, but some of the ones I thought that they could have saved as a surprise, they announced a week or two ahead. And it was like, well, that would have been cool to have them walk out and be a surprise. But yeah. okay. I mean, Mickey James, I feel like, would have been much more powerful as a surprise than announced two weeks in advance. 
Exactly. You know? I don't know why they did that. It might be for a business reason that I have no understanding of because <laughs> I am a pro wrestler and not a – well, I am technically a business person because I pro wrestle, but I, I don't know. There's, yeah. al- there's always things I could learn about that. But um, favorite match to work? The, the most extreme match that I worked because I like the idea of having a weapon in my hands um, was a ladder match. Okay. So that that was that was real fun to hit people's ladders. Yeah, I like hitting people with things. And uh, we're I'm sensing a pattern here. Yes. I think this is like the fourth time you've mentioned that. So That's why you got into wrestling? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to hit people with things. Yes, <laughs> and but, of course you picked a state where you know foreign objects are generally frowned upon <laughs> by the athletic commission. That's why there are other states. There, there's states all over the world. Th- this is well, <laughs> and they have wrestling. <laughs> okay. But, and there's okay. plenty of things to hit people with. So what other states have you wrestled in at this point? I had a list on my phone. I think there's I've done like 11 different states. There's been West Virginia, Virginia, Bama, um, what else? Philadelphia. It's Philadelphia State. <laughs> I mean, not Philadelphia, <laughs> Pennsylvania. I'm in thinking mode, which means I can't think too good. Um I mean, Philly is very different from, you know, rural Pennsylvania, so the argument could be made that they could yeah. actually be separate. Yeah, they, one start, they both start with P and end with an A. That's, that's my uh, connection. Okay. Um, let's see. What else? Maryland, obviously. Um, what are the other states nearby? I had a list for a reason because I'm really crap at remembering, thi- uh, remembering I understand. things. So have you got any road trip traditions you've started to build up now? Well, every time I've gone on a road trip, I've been in a car. Okay. That's a good tradition. Do you take your beans? I always take my beans. Because I, I, I feel like card. a carload of people would tell you that you cannot actually eat your beans. They don't. They, don't, actually, they let you eat them? When I was helping at a, a Ring of Honor show one time, mm-hmm. some, of them ga- some of them gathered around me to watch me eat beans. Oh. Because they were so surprised that I was eating beans out of a can. Yeah. And here I am just like... This isn't too crazy, people. I'm just eating beans out of a can. They did it on The Walking Dead. I mean, you know. Exactly, right? And that's like. You know, in survival mode. Yeah, yeah, I'm Mm -hmm. in survival mode right now. (laughs) I I need beans. Okay. I need my carbs. I need the the protein that it has, but not too much of, but a good amount, you know. Have you ever made brownies with black beans, by the way? Oh, they're so good. I'm going to make you black bean uh, brownies. I see this face. I'm going to make brownies for you. Please? Yes. Uh, I'll okay. one-up you and make the beet brownies again. Oh, beet brownies. Beet and bean brownies. There we go. Well, I'm going to uh, make special bean brownies. So. Are you all messing with me? No, I swear to God. It's a real thing. They're delicious. Yeah. Black bean brownies are amazing. You can make brownies out of this. Yes. Yes, you can. Like, that tastes good. They're yes. delicious. Like Everything tastes good if you put sugar in it. <laughs> well, when well, you put it like that, I mean, there's a few ingredients. But there's actually not that much better. sugar in it, to be honest. Okay. There's not that much. It's They're very good, I'm telling you. They're, you're going to be surprised. Yes, please please make some. No, I'll, I'll take a recipe. Okay. I need, I need more ways to eat beans. I'm going to make you beans. I think we got uh, an MCW bake-off coming up. Oh, all right. You're going to make beet brownies? I will. Yeah, beets are one of those things that they have to be in something. I can't I cannot do beets. <laughs> I mean like you I can I can stomach most any fruit or vegetable, but like beets 
my I remember being served canned beets when I was a kid, and like that was a thing, and I they were disgusting. And then raw beets taste like dirt. So they do. Yeah, they they have to be disguised. I appreciate a good beet risotto, bright purple color. Tastes really good. I can relate to needing to be in something. <laughs> All right, so back to Bumble again. <laughs> oh, I, let me tell you, I love Bumble way better than uh, Tinder. Well, mostly because I'm not banned. Oh, that's that, that, probably that's pretty point. effective. Yeah. yeah. Um, the best dating app, by the way, would have to be OkCupid. I liked OkCupid, too. I had a much better luck on there. Facebook dating is a close second. Yeah, I would say I would put it at first, but there isn't as many people on it, and it it shadow banned me because I used the same pickup line every time. Oh, and it probably thought that I was a robot. My pickup line that I use. Please for tell everybody, us. Like pro wrestlers by chance, <laughs> winky face, <laughs> and you know, it surprisingly works. Yeah, I I've shown it to other wrestlers. They've tried it out. They're like, you know. It works because, like, it. everybody has a different response to it. Some people mm-hmm. get confused somehow because, I don't know, uh, some people get really into it, like, really, really yeah. into it. R- like That's really when you know that there's it. potential. Yes. All right. Or they'll just, you know, stop talking to you after, like, two days <laughs> or one. That's or, like, the first message. That's actually really funny because I used pro wrestling as like kind of a barometer to measure Mm. guys as well, um, to measure their interest as well. Um, So I had a picture on my dating profile that was me and um, uh, Roddy Piper. And he was not in gimmick. It was backstage, but he pulled me in like for a hug. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's this very like it almost looks like an embrace. So. I posted that no context like I didn't say you know and I wasn't dressed in like wrestling clothes like it was just backstage you know I was just like dressed uh, like normal right so I have this I had this picture on there with me and Roddy Piper and whenever a guy would be like is that your dad I'd always be like oh this isn't gonna work <laughs> because <laughs> inevitably the conversation would be like oh do you want to go out on Saturday no I can't I have a show so and then it would you know so if they couldn't figure out who Roddy Piper was that probably wasn't going to work. So I did. I always put that picture there just to as the measure. And then when you'd get the response, is that Rowdy Roddy Piper? Oh, my God, you know him? And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, we can talk. Yes, <laughs> you know, exactly. like that was my barometer. So I, I completely get that. I wish I could do that. I, I have a picture with, with uh, Roddy Piper. Yeah. But this was before Were Boom you like Hayden. seven? No. This was like 17. Oh. 16. I forget Maybe. how old I was when I went to, to when I went to the show. Did you come to this show? Yeah. Oh it was, wow. Yeah. It was um it was wild. Like that that was his last appearance. Yeah. It was he was so cool. I mean, he was uh, just one of the coolest people that I've ever worked with. Exactly. And he was just so fun and we were talking with him. I was with the Hel- with the Hellcats then and um I remember when we walked out ringside, I was circling the ring. And he goes, I'm going to kiss you. And I was like, oh, well, all righty then. And he and meanwhile, I'm like completely marking out on the inside because this was somebody who like I always watched wrestling with my family and like, you know, yeah. my dad and my mom. And I was like, oh, I wish they could see this right now. This is so cool, you know. Yeah. And it was like just it was just all part of the, the performance. But it was just one of my coolest memories, too. So that's really neat that. A young Boom Hayden was here in the crowd watching. You know, a lot of our students 
who are now, you know, training or on shows started out as fans in the crowd. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of curious if, boom, you've had any situations where you've gotten to work with someone and you were totally marking out on the inside because you're a huge fan of theirs. Um, I honestly never find myself marking out anymore. I mean, it's weird. Like, as soon as I got into business, they were like, yeah, you can't do that anymore. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Mick Foley is, like, one of my top three favorite wrestlers. And he and I walked by him. I said hi to him, and he... And it was just like, hey, how you doing? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I wasn't marking out or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was, I was just being professional about it. Like, I wasn't trying really hard to be professional about it. I just already was. And mm-hmm. I was like, well, I mean, I'm a wrestler now, too. I mean, obviously not to the same pedigree right. as this right. as this man right you here. You shouldn't be posing for selfies backstage with him. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, I'm on this side of the barricade now. Like, I, I just don't feel the need to mm-hmm. mark out anymore right which is weird well there was like one person i did mark out for at when i and that was when i first stepped into the mcw training center and i saw bruiser okay and i was like <laughs> uh that was like the only time i remember marking out because i had seen bruiser at like a few shows mm-hmm. um when i came here um as a fan and he did indeed take a picture with me he was, like, walking around. Like, it was crazy because I'd never been to indie shows like, like MCW before. I'd mm-hmm. never been to any before. But the wrestlers are just walking around, like, getting pictures with people. And Bruiser was. And I was, and I told him, I was like, hey, I'm going to start training here soon. He was like, get ready to get your ass kicked twice a week by me, kid. <laughs> he's like, getting he a picture that. in there. And he's like, ah. And I got the picture with did him. Did he put you in a headlock and do the thing with the tongue? He did. <clears throat> I don't remember if he did the thing with the tongue. Uh, the picture was really blurry, Aww. unfortunately, because I had it on my on my brick phone. Oh, yeah, on Android, Android brick phone. Wow, which was very out, and it was very. Was out that of like one of the first time. cameras? Probably, <laughs> but yeah, it was very blurry picture. But I I put it on my Insta before. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Then then when I came to MCW on my first time, I saw him and I was like, Hey, I got a picture with you and everything. <laughs> and he he was like cool about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I forget what he I forget what he said, but yeah, he was he was really cool about it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, he probably didn't remember me cuz he saw like a bunch of kids that night. But yeah, that, um I marked I marked out when I met him because obviously it's the first pro wrestler that mm-hmm. I'm seeing when I'm walking into MCW. Right. But yeah, like that other than that, like I haven't really marked out like okay. much at all. I mean, I'll I'll like I'll still see things like on Insta or when I'm watching and doing mm-hmm. research and stuff like that, I'll be like, that's that's awesome. Right. But, like, other than that, nothing too crazy. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Good. Well, um, this has been very enlightening. I think that we have all gotten to know a little bit more about the Boom Hayden and um, the things that you're working on. And um, I think it's been really interesting to hear how you became Boom. That could be like a documentary, Becoming Boom. It could. You know? I don't know if I'm that interesting yet. I don't know. I don't know. You said you watched Tiger King. I mean, all you need is a little tiny scandal in your life, and then, you know, you just like, turn that into a documentary or a, a miniseries. If I don't get canceled, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I got it. I got the premise for your show. Uh-oh. You, your mission is to get banned from every dating site, and then you can chronicle it. Each week could be a different episode with you getting... Uh, trying as hard as you can to get kicked off of each dating platform. So, 
Well, that's easy. <laughs> that, that's not that's not a scandal right there. That's like that's easy. If I can okay. do it off of Tinder, then. Well, the bar is probably set pretty low. I mean, you I maybe I, get a season, maybe two maybe. out of that. At some point, it's you know, and he got banned from six, Craigslist. Six episodes. Let's go with yeah. like six episodes. Oh, banned from Craigslist. That's bad. That's where. That's when it starts becoming like uncomfortably, yeah. you know, bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd also have to pay for the ones that cost money, and I don't have money. Uh, so that. Yeah, yeah. That's they do kind of make it a, a bit of a deterrent if you're trying to be budget conscious. Yeah. So. All right. Well, if you would like to check out Boom Hayden at our next um, event, we have one coming up on March the 5th in Galena, Maryland at the Galena Volunteer Fire Company. That is a fire department. Sorry. Uh, That's one of our favorite places that we like to go to once or twice a year to support the firefighters and help them out. Um, So it is a great fundraiser for them. So uh, if you, it is on the eastern shore, um, which is always weird for me because I drive up to get there. But um, anyway, it is technically on the eastern shore. But Galena, Maryland, cool place. Um, we've got lots of MCW stars uh, that will be there. Boom Hayden, I believe, will be in appearance as well. Please love uh, me. And <laughs> yes, come cheer for him. Make a Boom Hayden sound. Please. Sign, please. Someone, some fan, make a sign that says, "Here comes the boom." That was my kid's like favorite movie for like three straight years. So I just want to see a sign that says here comes the boom and have it be for you i'll appreciate anything (laughs) and then our next show is coming up uh march 19th 19th, at this is a new place for us although not a new place for many of our uh, people on our roster but uh the tall cedars in parkville maryland we will be running our um first mcw show there and that is on March 19th. Now, you can get tickets to all of these shows at mcwprowrestling.com. You can also stop by our authorized ticket outlet reseller at Hideaway Collectibles. Uh, that is located in lovely Dundalk, uh, right down the street from Jimmy's Famous Seafood, home of the Bruiser Burger, and also some really delicious seafood and lots of other things on the menu. Um, you can have a, uh, a, a mm-hmm. gun contest with uh, John Menadakis. He's, oh, he's quite buff as I, well. I, I'm down for that. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's it for this week's episode of the MCW Cast. We thank you all for joining us, and we will see you next Tuesday night at 8 p.m. on the cast. We better. You, 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 you,